Merry Christmas, everyone. And you too, Elvis. Thank you for kicking us off here on this special podcast series that we're starting here today on Christmas Day here on Rumble. Now, these are going to be short podcasts from me, Michael Moore, mini podcast a day for 12 days. This series is called Blue Dots in a Red Sea, How to Win When You're Blue in a Red State. When the blue snowflakes start falling. We have an election coming up in less than two years. And I want to grow this blue wave that we've created. In every election cycle that happens, I hear from people all across the country. Well, Mike, you know, I vote, but I live in a red state or a red county or a red town. And there's not much I can do. Nothing's ever going to change here. The despair that exists. You're a blue voter. You're a liberal. You're a progressive. You're a Democrat. And it feels like you're all alone. Well, my friends, I am doing this series to tell you that you're not alone, that there's absolutely things you can do. In fact, there's a lot you can do. And if you do it, if you do it, you can paint your red village your red county, your red state, you can paint it blue in 2024. I can definitively tell you this. I have lived it. I grew up in a red area of a blue county, Flint, Michigan. It's a blue county, and yet there were these little patches of red in the county. And sadly, I grew up in one of those red zones. I was elected at 18 years old as a progressive to the very conservative school board in my district. I was a progressive. I was, I had long hair and I got elected. And then in my forties, I moved to a red County up in Northern Michigan, literally was so red. The first time I went in to vote the whole ballot from top to bottom, there wasn't a single Democrat on the ticket. Nowhere on the ballot for any state or county or village township race. It was you down the whole ballot and on the Democratic line, it was empty, 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 empty. Every single office for county commissioner, for township supervisor, for the clerk, for the treasurer, for all these offices, for state representative, for state senate. There was all Republicans, no Democrats. Just Republican after Republican after Republican. I said, this looks like a Soviet ballot. And the, the person handed me the ballot. What do, you, what do you mean? I said, there's only one party. I live in a one-party county. I'm listening for the Russian accent here. We only need one party. We only, you only need the Republican party. Go in and vote. Wow, it blew my mind. I tried to find if there was any Democrats in the county. Finally, I heard there was going to be a meeting of the county Democrats. I went to it. There were four people at the meeting, four dues-paying Democrats in this county. And I'm like, whoa, talk about feeling alone. I said, this can't be. This, there's thousands of people that live in this county. 
And I've met a lot of them already and they're nice people. They're good. This can't be. And from the time I was 18 to now I'm in my 40s at that point when I move into this county, one of the lessons I learned over the years is that there are always more of us than you realize. A lot of people just give up or they go into hiding or they say, I don't, I don't care about politics or I just live in a Republican area. There's nothing I can do. So I know you're thinking, oh, Mike, Mike, you don't understand. I live here. I'm in Oklahoma. I'm in Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, it's not exactly how we think this is in this country because we are the majority. The majority of Americans agree with us on the issues from the climate catastrophe to minimum wage to paid leave to, to health care. Go down the whole damn list. The majority of Americans are with us. Women should be paid the same as men. We are the majority. And there's many, many more of us. And that's all we've, we've the trend since Gore. Gore won the popular vote with a half a million. Then Hillary won the popular vote with three million. Then Biden won the popular vote by 7 million. It's just going to continue to go that way. That's the new world we live in. We just saw it happen on November 8th. We just saw it happen where in one red town, red county, red district after another, Democrats were elected. And just to give you an idea how it went last month, after all that work we did across the country, you know about the big victories that we've had. I want to give you a few examples of how we turned red into blue on November 8th. All right, let's just start with the sheriff of Bristol County, Massachusetts, where the Republican incumbent had been there for 25 years. A Democrat by the name of Paul Haro ran against him. This sheriff that was in there for 25 years, this Republican, a Trump-loving sheriff who once offered to Trump to send inmates from Massachusetts down to the southern border to help build Trump's wall. In 2020, the Massachusetts Attorney General found that the sheriff violated the civil rights of ICE detainees in the early months of COVID. And yet, despite all of this, until 2022, this sheriff had run unopposed for 12 years. But on November 8th last month, the people of Bristol County, Massachusetts, threw him out of office and put a Democrat in his place. California, Orange County, the Democrats won their first majority last month on the Orange County, California Board of Supervisors since 1976. In Louisiana, deep red state, the East Baton Rouge School Board, for the first time in 15 years, became a Democratic majority last month. Katie Kennison, a 41-year-old mother of two, defeated the Republican incumbent who once said in an interview that Confederate General Robert E. Lee, well, he treated his slaves well, out, removed by the people of East Baton Rouge last month. How about this? Uh, a woman who is an auto shop owner out in the state of Washington's third congressional district. Her name is Marie Glusenkamp Perez. Last month, she defeated the Trump-endorsed Republican candidate, someone who had ties to white nationalists. And now the third district in the state of Washington is going to send not a Republican, but a Democrat to Congress in Washington, D.C. for the first time in over a decade. Do you want me to keep going? Here's another one. Augusta, Georgia. The district attorney for the past 16 years had been a Republican 
and then a Democrat by the name of Jared Williams last month defeated the Republican district attorney and became the county's first black district attorney. Happened again in Tennessee last month in Shelby County, Tennessee. The Republican prosecutor there, the DA, had promised that under the new Tennessee trigger abortion law, she was going to start putting women and doctors in prison. So a Democratic lawyer by the name of Steve Mulroy ran against this 11-year incumbent, Republican incumbent, promising not to enforce this awful law to imprison women and doctors who seek to have an abortion and got elected. How about the Ohio State Board of Education last month? You vote for the board members down there in the state board in Ohio, all right? It's a nonpartisan election, but each of the parties nominate and run their you know, their own people. And this has been a conservative-run school board for the whole state down in Ohio. Two of their conservative Republicans who had been fighting against this critical race theory and, and sending a resolution condemning Biden for amending the anti-discrimination regulations when it comes to gender identity. Well, they were unseated on November 8th by their liberal challengers, giving now the Ohio State Board of Education a Democratic majority. Do I need to keep going here? You're getting this, right? It goes on and on, my friends. My point is this. Democrats, liberals, progressives can win in red states, in red zones, red cities. And I want those of you who live in these red cities, red towns, red states, and those of you who have family and friends in them, I want you to hop on board with me here because we're going to do something so radical in the next two years. We are going to turn red into blue. And as you know, you can't do that because those are both primary colors. But we're going to do that. In these 12 days of Christmas, in these 12 mini episodes of Rumble, over the next 12 days, I'm going to show you how you can turn a red area into a blue one. And I'm going to show you how to find the right people to run in red areas and win. Electing Democrats in red states, red counties, red districts, this happens all the time. You just never really hear about it. And bit by bit, things begin to change. Listen, I know, you know, you, you live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You live in Tupelo, Mississippi. You live in Topeka, Kansas. I get it. But I want to show you a way to help yourself, not only survive, but thrive with others, other like-minded people that you don't even know exist in the place where you live. You're going to want to listen to this if you live in one of these places, or you have family that lives in Florida and Texas and West Virginia. Send this to them. Get them to listen to this. I'm going to give you stuff that's going to blow your mind ideas from my own personal experience of having done it both in my as a young adult and as an individual in his 40s who ended up in an all red county and had a blast doing it that county by the way that first meeting i went to with the four dues paying members of the democratic party today there's over 400 400 dues paying democrats in that county that county has voted red and Republican forever. 
And yet last month, three townships voted for the Democrat for governor, Gretchen Whitmer. They turned blue for the governor, for the secretary of state. Three of these townships that were never blue are now blue. This is the moment. This is the moment. Participate in this new series with me. It's only going to go for 12 days. Blue dots in a Red Sea. We can do this. We did it last month and we can do this too. We can turn red into blue. And let's start it now. Let's start it on Christmas Day, 2022. Why wait? Crazy, I know, right? You're going crazy, Mike, you're crazy. Yeah, but good crazy. Because we know the country we live in. We know the majority of the people are with us. And we know how to get the job done now. And our opponents, they drank the Trump Kool-Aid and they can't let go of it. And the door now is wide open for us. Thanks for listening today. I hope you're having a great Christmas. I'll be back to see you tomorrow with the next episode here on Rumble. Blue dots in a red sea. How to win when you're blue in a red state. We are going to have a lot of fun. You'll be doing all right with your Christmas away. But I have a blue, 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 blue Christmas.